Now let's read Romans 14 verse 5 together first. Romans 14 verse 5, reading. One man estimeth one day above another. Another estimeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Now let's read one more time. One man estimeth one day above another. Another estimeth every day alike. Every man may be fully persuaded in his own mind. Now, here the question is this. Now, does the word day refer to Sabbath day or days of fastings? Now, since the passage also talks about eating and not eating, I want to repeat. The person is asking, look at Romans 14 verse 5. Now, if the word day is repeated, one man estimeth one day above another, another estimeth every day alike, let every man be persuaded in his own mind. Now, so is this day talking about the Sabbath day? Now, of course, you know why these questions are often asked, all right? So when other people ask you this, are you able to answer? Because today, now, like for example, I mentioned the new Calvinists, all right? They openly write, they openly admit to be antinomian. What is antinomian? The word nomos in Greek is the law. The law, right? Nomos, law. Antinomos is against keeping of the law, against the law. So they openly write, for example, when it comes to the Lord's Day, the Sabbath, which we believe as Presbyterians, God has moved that from the Saturday to the first day of the week, which is the Lord's Day. So we keep, we observe that day as keeping the Ten Commandments, Sabbath day, right? Because even in the Ten Commandments, God mentions about one day of the week. You keep it holy unto me. But I read to you just now, all right? This famous blogger, all right, of TGC, often interviewed. Now, he is a new Calvinist. He said, God does not require us to keep one day out of seven anymore. You read what I you heard what I read to you just now from his blog site. Now, so these questions become more and more um, a struggle in the Christian's mind because more and more Christians, maybe your parents uh, who are attending another church, maybe your relatives, maybe your siblings attend another church, they say, we don't need to keep that day anymore. And they will cite you, Romans chapter 14, verse 5. They say, now, it depends on people. We should not keep one particular day. Now, here, the specific argument they use is, well, one man estimates one day above another. Another estimates every day alike. So the common argument of antinomians is the Ten Commandments, now specifically the fourth, does not apply anymore. Because the Bible says, every day is the same. Now, if you're a Christian, you can worship God on any day. You can you are supposed to be close to God every day. Very nice, right? You don't need to tithe 10%. You give everything, right? But they don't even give 10%. So this is the same, right? So the argument is, well, you know, once you become saved, well, some Christians have said, well, one day is more important. Okay, they want to keep the Sabbath day. But the reality is, every day is the Sabbath day. Sounds nice? We are terrible, right? We keep only one day. So, is it, so they say, well, let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. You have your convictions, I have mine. Right? You have your convictions, I have mine. So don't argue about these things. Don't argue about these things. Don't, don't force one another. Right? Don't, don't tell others you must keep 
the Lord's Day Sabbath. It's not relevant. So this person asked this. Now, can we use this verse to support the argument about we should not need to esteem one day above the other. Every day of the week is the same. You get the question, right? So does this day refer to the Sabbath day? What do you think? Does it, is, is this passage talking about the Sabbath day? Now, this person probably has done some research, and if not, then it's very laudable that the person read the context, and the person asked the next part. Now, is it about the Sabbath day, or is it about days of fastings? Because the passage talks about eating or not eating. All right? It would be very strange if he's talking about Sabbath day. Because the focus was about eating and not eating. Just keep talking about what kind of food eat or not eat. So is it about fasting, days of fastings? What do you think? Now let's look at the context. First, okay, today I have no time to ask questions, all right? So you'll be very, very happy. Have, have photograph every week. Now, the first one, look at verse 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 1. Him that is weak in faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputation. Now, here it says, verse 2, For one believeth that may eat, that he may eat all things. Another who is weak eateth herbs. Some choose to be vegetarians, right? So out of, they are Jews and Gentiles. So many of the Gentiles, they got saved. Now, they, they eating or not eating, kind of like a big thing, especially the Jews. They continued to keep their Jewish culture of, well, not eating or eating certain things. So it was about food, all right? So it begins... Paul begins to write this to solve this argument about eating. Now, then further, all right? Now, further. Then he say, now, um, look at here. Then he comes to verse 5, right? Now, the day. Now, he is talking about days that, that they are arguing about, should we eat this or not eat this? On days that should we eat or even not eat? All right, now, um, look at verse 6. He that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not the day to the Lord, um, he did not, doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord. He that giveth, um, giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and giveth God thanks. He said, whether you choose to eat or whether you choose to fast on that day, you do it unto the Lord. All right? You want to choose to fast? Don't make a big deal of it. Do it to the Lord. You choose to eat, don't make a big deal against those who choose to fast. All right? Now, now why was that this argument? Why was that this argument? Now, they were, Paul was trying to solve a few things in this chapter. Now, there were disputes, argument. Should we fast on certain days? Should we not fast? Now, the Jews had certain days of feasts. Please remember that. All right? Certain feast days, certain eating days, <laughs> all right? Certain days where they come together and they celebrate certain feasts, festivals or feasts. Now, I'll show you, for example, all right? We have no time to go to the exact verses, but I want to give the names. So the Pentecost, for example, what was day of first fruits? Then taken from Numbers 28, 26. And then there's a feast of the tabernacles. Right? Leviticus 23, 36, seven days ye shall offer an offering made by you, made a fire unto the Lord. On the eighth day, there shall be a holy convocation. You will gather, all right? And, and because it's the feast of the time, you will gather and you will be eating, all right? Now, then there is the new year, new year, where 
in Leviticus 23, verse 24. Now he says, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, The seventh month, in the first day of the month, ye shall have a Sabbath. Right? You shall all stop working and there will be a feast. So, so all this, they know. There are certain days that historically the Jews, because of the history of coming out of um, exile, for ex uh, coming out of um, ex um, Egypt, for example, there were th times that God said, this period, you stop work and you have a feast. All right? Then you have, for example, in the book of Colossians, now, Sabbath years. Now, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye come into the land which I give you, then ye shall, uh, then ye shall, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. And so on and so Then, you know, you stop. You stop tilling the land. There are all these kind of festivals where they'll spend the year just celebrating um, eating, all right, of all the fruits of the land. They were not supposed to um, farm for that seventh year. Now, so they are very, the Jews are very used to festival of feasts. Now, but at the same time, there were also days of fasting that they were used to since the Old Testament. I give you an example. Now, for example, Zechariah 7 5. Now, it says, oh, sorry. Am I talking too fast? I have to talk fast, huh? so you listen fast, all right? And think fast. Now, Zechariah 7 5. So there are not only feasts, there are also fasting days that they're very used to as Jews. Zechariah 7, 5, Speak unto all the people of the land and to the priests, saying, when ye, fast, when ye fasted and mourned in the fifth and seventh month, even those 70 years, did ye at all fast unto me, even to me? So God is saying, I know you always fast on the fifth month and the seventh month. Those were feasts, those were fasting days I gave to you. But you were not fasting to me. All right, so that's a common thing. They, they, they have periodic set times where they say these are fasting days. Okay? Now, then the next one, Zechariah 8, 19. The Lord said, Lord of hosts, saith the Lord of hosts, the fast of the fourth month and the fast of the fifth and the fast of the seventh. So now you realize there is fourth, fifth, seventh, seventh month fasting and the fast of the tenth month as well. All right? So there's set months of the year that they practice fasting. Common. Then say, um, all right, so and so on. Then, then, uh, then after that, so shall the house of Judah joy with gladness and cheerful feast. So after that, there is feasting. Then Matthew. Now that is why in Matthew, the Lord Himself just assumed because these are things that they do. He simply said, "Moreover, when ye fast, He didn't say if you fast. It was something that they are doing." And they do. That's why he say, whenever you fast, because I, they, they practice that, all right? When ye fast, um, verse 16 or Matthew 6, moreover, when ye fast, be not as hypocrites. So it's constantly um, this culture within the Jewish um, people of feasting and fasting because of all that God has put in place for them in the, in the Old Testament. They continue with it. Now, it's not far, all right, if the closest analogy I can think of. Now, we as Chinese, have Chinese New Year, right? Then Chinese New Year, we have the reunion dinner, right? Then at other festivals, it's also a big eating thing. Family come together. But we being Chinese don't have fasting, right? <laughs> we just love to eat, that's it, right? So they have all these things unto the Lord. So they say now, whether you fast or you feast, we are in this time where these things, these ceremonial laws, these social laws are no longer applicable and they're not applicable to the Gentiles. All right? 
they're not applicable to them. So if you want to observe days of fasting, up to you. You want to continue in your, that tradition and culture, you do it to the Lord, all right? You don't be a glutton. And you choose to fast, you continue to want to fast, then you do it unto the Lord. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't argue about it. Why are you not fasting? They, so they said, don't argue over these days. All right? So the, the context, number one, was about days regarding food. Eating or not eating, which are very, very relevant, as you see from scriptures, as part of what they do and they don't do on certain days. So look at your Bible, chapter 14. Look at chapter 14. Now, when he says, one man estimeth one, verse 5, one man estimeth one day above another, another estimeth another uh, every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Now, you, these are things that is your conscience, your convictions, all right? If you, in your own mind you say, I want to keep it, then keep it to the Lord. Don't argue about it. Now, then, um, now, so, what are a few things we must learn? Well, the first thing is very clear. The first thing is, now, maybe I would say this as well. Remember, um, for example, I give you another example which I didn't print out. I read to you, Luke chapter 18. The Pharisees stood, Luke 18, 11 to 12. The Pharisees stood and prayed thus, uh, with himself. I thank thee that I am not as other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as publicans. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. You see, the Pharisees, they practice fasting. So it's a very common practice among the Jews. Now remember even, it's so common, all right, it's so common that even Christ was challenged. Remember in Luke chapter 5 verse 33, they challenged Christ. Why do the disciples of John fast often? and make prayers, and likewise the disciples of the Pharisees, but dine, eat, and drink. So you see, this, observing these days of fasting is a very common thing, to the point where Christ was challenged. Why does your disciples don't keep those days? So these days are specifically about fasting and eating. There is no mention in this chapter about Sabbath at all. In fact, you read Romans, you know that Paul was dealing with circumcision. All right? Food, what type of food to eat, what type of food not to eat. Um, that is no longer enforced, but if you want to observe that, do it unto the Lord. Then days of fasting or not fasting, or days of feast. He was addressing these kind of issues, not the Sabbath at all. All right? So to answer this person, is it about days of fasting and uh, feasting, it is about days of fasting and eating, not Sabbath. So if someone wants to use this to say, hey, you, regard, you want to regard um, the Lord's day, you regard. You don't want to regard, it's up to you. You can't say that. This is not about the Sabbath. You can't take that and teach about the Sabbath because, number one, the Sabbath, this particular Sabbath is in the Ten Commandments. Now, I want you to turn. So that's the first argument, all right? Now, I want you to turn to uh, Romans Chapter 14, now, verse, verse 6. He that regardeth the day, regardeth unto the Lord. He that regardeth not the day to the Lord, he doth not regard it. Can you say that, well, if you want, if you say this is about Sabbath day. Now, listen carefully, yeah? I'm trying to help you understand this. Now, if anyone wants to argue that this is the Sabbath day, he's talking about Sabbath day, which the context already refute you immediately, all right? Nowhere, you can't even smell the Sabbath day being discussed anywhere close. Now, so if you say this is a Sabbath day, then you are saying this. Remember, 
Sabbath day keeping is in the Ten Commandments. Then you have to apply the same principle. You want to keep the Sabbath, you don't want to keep the Sabbath, it's up to you. Then you have to apply the same principle. You want to keep, you want to keep the Ninth Commandment? You want to keep the Seventh Commandment? You want to commit adultery? You don't want to commit adultery? It's really up to you. It's up to your conscience. You have to apply the same principle. Paul is not bringing up the Sabbath day and yet at the same time say, well, it's up to you. Then Paul will be saying that it's up to you to keep the other nine commandments. It's up to your conscience. It cannot be that. Now look at also Romans chapter 14, verse 15. Now, but if thy brother be grieved with thy meat and walkest, thou not charitably destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. Now then, now please also read. Now can we read verse 16 together? Let not then your good be evil spoken of. Now, number one, this cannot be the Sabbath day because Paul will be teaching them to break Sabbath by this kind of argument. Number two, now Paul says this, don't let your good be evil spoken of. If your brother be grieved, now don't, don't attack him. If he said, I want to fast, don't attack him. Now, I want to ask you this. If a person keeps arguing with you, this says that you don't need to keep the Sabbath. You just go ahead and study. You just go ahead and work. You just go ahead and play and do whatever you want. You, this is not telling you to keep the Sabbath, all right? Then you have to apply the same principle to them. Paul say, don't let my good be evil spoken of. Now, if I want to keep the whole day to the Lord and draw close to Him, don't do these things. Spend my time in prayer, in service, in meditation of the Word. Now, what is so evil about that? That is a good thing, isn't it? Because God said the Sabbath is made for men. Made for men means not you do whatever you want. The Sabbath is made for men means it's made for your spiritual good. Then if I want to spend my day doing like that, and you insist that no man should argue about it, then why are you arguing with me? Do you know what I'm saying? Why, are you keep, why do you keep telling me I should not do this? So if you want to use this passage, then you have to keep to the same principle. Right? But of course, this is not about that in the first place. So you cannot say, let every man be fully persuaded in his own. If you're persuaded not to commit adultery, then you don't commit adultery. If you're not persuaded, then you commit adultery, you steal, you lie, you murder. You have um, idols. Paul cannot be saying, let, just let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. The Ten Commandments in which the Sabbath day is there is not about your persuasion. It's for your obedience, all right? All right, so I want to make it clear, all right? So people who use this and maybe in your mind you wonder, then this is a very clear, I hope a very clear explanation. Is it answered? Is it answered? All right, okay. Now, but I want to tie this to another part because it's another part that is often argued. Now turn to Colossians. Uh, maybe I can show you here, all right? Now, let's read together, Colossians 2, 16-17. Now, let no man therefore judge you in meat, or in drink, or in respect of an holy day, or of the new moon, or of Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Now, another common verse to say, look, the Bible tells us, no man should judge us regarding any holy day. There's no such thing as a day that is set apart holier than other days. Now, and it's a lot of the Sabbath days, right? So why do you teach 
the keeping of the Lord's Day, which is the New Testament Sabbath day. Why do you teach that? Say, Let no man judge you. Don't teach this kind of thing. Stop it. There's no such thing. Don't teach my children that. Now, let me ask you this. Is this about the Ten Commandments Sabbath? Now, remember this word days is in italics in the King James Version. Telling you this word days is not that. This is plural, right? Sabbath. That's all. Right? But my point is, there are many different kinds of Sabbaths. There, are, there, is the new there is the Ten Commandments, Fourth Commandment, Sabbath. There's also other Sabbaths. Sabbath simply means rest. The one in seven day in the Ten Commandments or other kind of rest. I, I prove to you this regarding Sabbath. There are different kinds of Sabbath. I just read to you. Now, Exodus 16.23. We know Exodus 16.23 Tomorrow is the rest of the Holy Sabbath unto the Lord. This is that capital S Sabbath in that sense, all right? One in seven days that we keep. But there are other kinds of Sabbaths. Please don't read, whenever you see the Sabbath, ah, Sabbath, Sabbath, you know, the seventh day. Please don't do that. Because the, you show your ignorance. Because in the Bible, the Bible used the word Sabbath for many other things. I read to you, Leviticus 23, 24. Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, ye shall have a Sabbath. Is this talking about one in seven days? One in, one in six, one in seven days? No. It's about months. Number Leviticus 23, 32. It shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest. You shall afflict your souls in the ninth day of the month, at even, from even unto from even unto even, shall you celebrate your Sabbath. This is another Sabbath that is fasting, all right? And it's what? Ninth day of the month, at the evening, Leviticus 20, 23, 39. Also on the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered all the fruit in the land, you shall keep a feast unto the Lord seven days. On the first day shall be a Sabbath. Leviticus 24, 25, verse 4. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest. You don't till the land in the seventh year. So Sabbath simply means rest. Now, if God... Now, furthermore. Now, look at Colossians. Or of Sabbaths. The fact that Paul mentioned the word Sabbaths, he is talking about the different kind. The different kind. That's why it's plural. We read all the different kinds. They were still keeping it. So he said, now, if don't let any man judge you. You want to keep that the seventh year, the first day of what month and that kind of thing, you want to keep it as a Sabbath, up to you. But don't force another Christian to keep it. He's talking about that kind of Sabbaths. If he's talking about specifically the, the Ten Commandments Sabbath, he won't use plural. Now, let me ask you, what if I argue with you this? This one I must ask, right? What if I argue with you? All right? So I'm, I say, well, that, I, I think the, the Ten Commandments Sabbath is included in there. The Ten Commandments Sabbath is included in there. How are you going to answer? If you think very fast, all right, Howard. God won't contradict His Word. What do you mean? Very good. God won't contradict Himself. If He says, in the Ten Commandments, I expect you, it's a commandment that includes death. I expect you to keep that Sabbath. Will you think... Suddenly, God will also say, let no man judge you of any holy day. These holy days and Sabbath are a different kind. Now, listen carefully. I hope you understand this. All the other kinds of Sabbaths, all the other kind of um, ceremonial laws, 
they were not included in the Ten Commandments. Anything that need not be kept, God put it outside the Ten Commandments. Anything that must be kept as a moral law, as long as we live, God put it in the Ten Commandments. Now, if, if God did not intend that, then He may as, put, may as well put in the Ten Commandments many other ceremonial laws. But why would He put one in there? So this is a particular Sabbath that the Christian must keep. All the other kind of Sabbath, they are not included in the Ten Commandments. All their other feasts, they do not need to keep. One in seven years, one in which month, which month, which day, that kind of thing. Is not included in the one in seven. Alright? God even take pain to explain in the Ten Commandments, this particular one in seven. So, can you argue that you can't? You can't. You can't include that here. You want to include that here, then suddenly you have to include, well, let no man judge you about committing adultery. Let no man judge you about murder. Let no man judge you about idolatry. Let no man judge you about anything in the Ten Commandments. Alright? So, be very clear, there are other kinds of Sabbaths here. Now, ultimately, I want to say this. The Lord wants us. Jesus was a Sabbath keeper. Now, let us read these three verses together. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am come not to destroy, I come, I'm not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass away, pass. One jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Now, whosoever therefore shall break one of these com least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Satan knows this. Make sure pastors, parents, Christians teach you not to keep the least of the Ten Commandments. Why? Because that is your loss. That will be your loss. So Christian, I hope that you understand these two, two verses which are very often used to say no one should tell you to keep that Sabbath mentioned in the Ten Commandments because Sabbath has different words, different um, references. All right? I hope that all of you are convinced in your heart. But remember we learned this morning the new, Cal new Calvinists, they love to understand all these things. They love to argue about theology, but they don't keep it. Let us pray.